Now you just settle down. I'm gonna kill you. Woman, slit your fucking throat right now. Is that what you want me to fucking do? Okay, okay, I'm stopping, okay? Now you get down there on the floor and you get my fucking car keys and you put them in the ignition. You know, you wouldn't like it if someone was doing that to you. Well, you're probably right, Finesse. I doubt I would like it if someone was doing this to me. Well, then stop it. I will stop it if you promise to behave. I promise I'll behave. <laughs> you that guy on the news? I'm sorry? You the guy that's been killing all them girls on the freeway, Bob. <laughs>
Roman the Rez whoring around yeah. with all the with all the dogs. <laughs> so we don't know who the who the dad is, but uh, it's all right. Um, one of his uh, brothers, or no, his sister, lives up the street. Um, one of my Eric's friends got one of the puppies as well. You better stop eating everything or trying to eat everything. But all right, man, enough of the the dog show. Alright <laughs> uh, What are we here for We are here for uh, This was my pick uh, 1996's Crime thriller Freeway You know don't it bother you your own wife Bring off all them strange guys for money I make her use mouthwash after Oh you like that minty fresh taste totally. Sheriff's department you're under arrest We're totally fucked just after you left, the pigs came and pinched Mom and Larry both. And my, my parole officer showed up like a motherfucking plague to take me off to foster care again. It's like last time. So, uh, what'd I call you? I'm sorry, my name is Bob Wolfman. You the guy that's been killing all them girls on the freeway, Bob? <sighs> I'm trying to think I'm gonna shoot you so many times! You know, you should just let me out of the car when I asked you to, Bob! We are not here to talk about me, Vanessa! We are here to talk about you. Get your goddamn hands off my hand. No, uh-uh. You get all that panties off before I get really pissed. Claustrophobic. Yeah, well, I get claustrophobic sucking strange dick. Get in there. Drug addicts. Fathers fuck their daughters. Drug addicted motherfucking whores with their bastard fucking arms. I ain't no trick, baby. Why are you doing this? I'm pissed off. The whole world owes me. Is that you, Bob? I, I, I can't believe such a teeny wee little gun makes such a big mess out of someone. Google, you are killing me again. Following the arrest of her mother, Ramona, young Vanessa Lutz decides to go in search of her estranged grandmother on the way to. She is given a ride by school counselor, Bob Wolverton. During the journey, Lutz begins to realize that Bob is the notorious I-5 killer and manages to escape by shooting him several times. Wounded but still very much alive, Bob pursues Lutz across the state in this modern retelling of Little Red Riding Hood. Jesus. Uh, Really quick. All right, that kind of makes somewhat since i didn't i never thought of it that way i don't know if that's what they oh you you didn't get the the references to little red riding hood i might have missed them i don't on on the way to grandmother's house oh there's there's the scene where she had a picnic basket oh all right okay okay and now i'm all right i see i didn't put two and two together i was bob wolverton Oh fuck, man! <laughs> Had a couple of drinks, but I was all right. <laughs> I didn't think I drank that much. Drinking a soda now. <laughs> all, right. all right, cool. All right, that that makes total sense. But have you uh, have you seen the sequel? I've never seen this. This is the first time I had seen this film. Right. Uh, shout out to my brother Brian right here, man. He gifted me the the 4K. And uh, that's what I watched. It's it's streaming on uh, AMC Plus, but yeah, there's there's another one. Yeah, it's uh, Freeway Two: Confessions of a Trick Baby, and uh, I think the theme of that one is uh, Hansel and Gretel. Have you seen that one? 
I saw it like a long time ago. Like if we was to do it, it would probably be like a like a new watch for me because it's been so long. I know uh, what's her name. Um, fuck, Natasha Good. Leone. Oh, damn! You gonna make me watch that one now? <laughs> that might have to be another time, everyone, because I already got my pick light up. But All right. uh, when was Let the me... first time you saw this? Uh, the first time I seen this. Uh... It had to have been closer to 95 when I first seen it because uh, I think I seen I, I don't know if it was some somebody was playing it or if I caught a trailer or something but I had caught um, or had seen Bokeem Woodbine in it and I was like oh, I've seen it him in a few things that I like so let me check it out and I didn't know who um, Reese Witherspoon was or I didn't know Kiefer Sutherland was in it. I didn't know Brooke Shields was in it. And I just gave it a watch. Yeah, so I just gave it a watch. And uh, I was like, this movie's pretty fucking good, man. Uh, I I just, I dug the the retelling of this uh, fairy tale, child's fairy tale. It's definitely not for children, this movie. There's a lot of violence and sexual references and a lot of evil nasty people in here racism there's all kinds of shit in this movie yeah i mean if you're easily offended this this ain't for you man this had everything in it i was like what the fuck am i watching (laughs) (laughs) i i see i didn't i knew nothing i knew of the movie but i didn't know what it was about i'd never uh seen it i never looked into it or read about it um i had mentioned to one of my friends yeah we're doing free i was like oh dude i said i don't know nothing about it so don't don't say anything i was like oh, okay yeah just watch it so but yeah it, yeah. it has it has like a cult classic status i think because I, I think it's still not really widely known but when you do come across somebody that's seen it like they'll tell you it's hella good yeah, I, I I could see that. I, I loved... Uh, well, before we really dive into it, uh, go run through the cast and everything. Okay, yeah. Uh, let me see. Just had to pull it up. The cast stars uh, Kiefer Sutherland, Reese Witherspoon, Wolfgang Bodison, Daniel Hedaya. He was Detective Garnet Wallace. Rest in peace to him. Yep. Uh, Amanda Plummer, Brooke Shields, Michael T. Weiss, Bokeem Woodbine, Guillermo Diaz. I don't know if people know him from Half-Baked. He was in this movie for a quick second. Uh, Brittany Murphy was in this movie for a quick second. Yeah, rest in peace. And um, I can't find him on here. Who was the Diaz? He was in Half-Baked? Yeah, the, the what's her name? Uh, Mosquita? The chick she meets up with in prison and gets uh-huh. out. Her boyfriend's waiting for her. That was uh, oh. what's his name from Half Fate. Okay. <laughs> and uh, the twins, the twins that were in prison. One of them was uh, Tori from uh, Saved by the Bell. What? You remember Tori? She came on for like a season. She was the one that wore the leather jacket. I think she came on when Kelly left. Oh, yeah. Yeah, one of them was her. Which one was she? I don't know. <laughs> they look both the same to me. Twin one. 
okay, that's not her. What about twin two? Oh shit, that is her. Yeah. Uh Lena Creel. Yeah. Oh damn, I didn't know that. Cause I, I never knew she was a twin until uh rewatching this. Uh I was uh, just looking through the IMDB and I was like, she looked hella familiar and found out that they're actually really twins. And one of them was uh, Tori from Saved by the Bell. And I was like, right on. Shout out to her for being on one season or half a season or whatever it was. Yeah, there was uh, another girl that was in this. Is this her? Um, I guess this is her. Um... Yeah, uh, Alana Ubach. She oh, was um, Mosquita. Was that that one that uh, I'm she fucking beat talking up to you, man? That one she beat up in jail. Yeah. <laughs> okay. <laughs> oh, oh man, but that's uh, what's her name? You you ever see Waiting? Is that the one? She plus was she the one in um Brady Bunch movie too? Yeah. And uh, uh, was it Meet the Fockers? I think so. She was the um the uh the the, the 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 Isabella, I think that was her name. The um the not the maid, the cook or whatever. Uh, Alice? That, yeah, no, I think no. That's Brady Bunch. Um oh. in Brady Bunch, she was uh, the one that uh that liked uh Marsha when they were the her friend in school. Um I think this is her damn she's been she? in Halo movies. Yeah, Noreen. That was she that's who she was in in Brady Bunch. Yeah, she's in waiting. I remember she yeah. was the waitress always blowing up all yeah. the time. <laughs> she pulled her pants down and uh, had a uh, Spitballs or something all lodged in the hair. <laughs> it was just little pieces of lint. <laughs> yeah, I like her and and everything that she pops up in. Okay, I I thought that was her, but yeah, there's all kinds of people in this. And hey, it's uh, that guy or that girl. Mm-hmm. And oh my god, this movie was for a first time watch and not knowing what it was about. This movie was nuts. I was like, what the hell is going on here? <laughs> I was just so shocked. I was like, what? I was texting one of my friends. I asked her, have you seen this movie? She was, I never even heard of it. So she like watched the trailer and she was like, wow. And I said, you better watch it. I said, it's on uh, Freebie or AMC Plus. But yeah. This movie starts out wild. Um, who was it? Uh, Punkin from Pulp Fiction. Uh, oh, Amanda Plummer. Yeah, she. Oh my gosh, she looked rough. She's just in the streets selling it. She went for it in this role. Yeah, she did. Um, you better not. Hey, sorry everyone. He's chewing on my socks. God damn it. Um. The uh, the beginning was this like the special ed class or something? Because this was uh, I don't know if it was special ed, but 
It was kind of it was kind of sad. Yeah, it was. nobody knew how to fucking read. Nobody in that whole classroom. Her and uh, Bukim. What was that movie? Him and uh, Bamboo from Onyx. Oh, Strapped. Yeah, yeah. I, I wonder if that it was. It was an HBO movie, but I don't know why it's yeah, not. I, I think I streaming seen it on, on there. YouTube. Hmm. I think it's on there. We might have to do that one at some point. But uh, Reese Witherspoon, Academy Award winner. Uh, Vanessa Lutz is a literate teenager living in south of Los Angeles. Yeah, that they were reading uh, something about drinking milk, and they couldn't even read. And how old do you say? Did they say how old she was? Uh, she had to have been like 16, 17, something like that. If that. Yeah. And she she kind of sounds out the sentence and reads it. And then, yeah, you go to the teacher. And everyone was, yeah, kind of clapping. And then she starts making out with. Uh, well, she basically told her the word, the teacher. She's pointing at the word cat and says, meow. <laughs> I mean, it was funny. And I was like, I, I couldn't believe it. But some a few of my buddies were like this. Um, and I was like, should I laugh or should I just go, God damn but i mean not everybody has the the happiest home i i get it yeah. but there's a her, there's a, there's a lot of dark humor in this movie her home was definitely not a happy home oh that fucking her was her stepdad larry yeah oh. this nasty pervert pedo oh my god it was funny though after she got the sentence right and her boyfriend was like yeah and then she just starts making out with him and that was like a the longest kiss scene <laughs> I was like, okay, uh, come up for air. <laughs> yeah. Bokeem, uh, he was, uh, was he? He was uh, Chopper. Chopper, yeah. Yeah, he looked way too old to be in high school. I don't know. He probably could have probably been held back a few times. Was, was was he supposed to be an essay or because he had the the top button on his shirt? I don't know. He might have been in one of those mixed gangs, like in. Uh, Colors and colors. <laughs> yeah. Have we done that? Not yet. We will. <laughs> okay. I see that streaming everywhere now. But yeah, so she's there, and then she kind of leaves class, and she her her boyfriend Chopper. She's kind of like, wow. Well, I just want to um get out of here. She wanted to go see her grandma. She goes home, and she meets her mom. Uh, Ramona and she's out in the street trying to sell it and she's just cracked out or something and just in the street hey I'll suck it and this and that yeah and, she's not even sexy or smooth with it she was like uh, give me ten bucks and I'll suck you dingling yeah like, that's not <laughs> <appealing>. <laughs> I mean all of them were I mean I, the street walkers that, grew, that, that I grew up with in my neighborhood I mean they I remember there was it's weird though. I remember these twins showed up, these little blonde girls. They were like the hottest thing on the block when they first started. But as the years went on, dude, they they looked rough. I remember just going, God damn, what happened to them? Streets, but, I mean, streets will age you. Yep. They were they were about that life and just oh man. But anyway, yeah, her mom was all beat up and then she was like, I'm just gonna I wanna go inside. Because uh, she goes in the house. Uh, they live in a little, uh, was that like a motel? Yeah. 
Yeah, she goes in there and her stepdad, Larry's in there, and he just he looks like a young guy. He looked younger than her her mom. And he was all drugged out and nasty yeah, he, and he was hitting the pipe in front of her. Yeah, and he was trying to touch her and everything, and she was just it seemed like it was like an everyday thing. Yeah, she's sitting there just watching cartoons. Trying to push him off. And then she uh, it wasn't funny, but it's just uh-uh. the way the way she sounded when she was just like, Larry, get your hands off my anatomy. Yeah, she had like a thick accent in this. <laughs> Which I, I think I read or I seen an interview. Um this is like what her accent is in real life, but they wanted her to kind of exaggerate it even more for the movie. Does she really have an accent like this? I must never really pay attention. Yeah, she's like from. Um, let me look it up real quick. She is from Tennessee, so it sounds like New Orleans, Louisiana. Okay. But yeah, she's just doing her thing and just uh, trying to push her stepdad off. Her mom's outside hoeing it up, and uh, the cops. Uh, one guy, like an uh, undercover cop, comes up and she's like, "Okay, I'll charge you two dollars or whatever the hell she was saying." And then they go, "You're under arrest," and she's like, "Ah!" And these are like the nicest cops ever because she was fighting them and "Ah, you ain't taking me!" Ah, pushing them. Oh hell no! Today you touch a cop, you just brush up against them. You're going on the ground and you have your knee, uh, their knees in the back of your head. I but like I'm when a- he pulls out his badge at first. She just like. Tries to calmly just walk out of the car. <laughs> yeah. I was like, God damn, what's happening? Um, so they're like, okay, well, they pulled, they start uh, searching her and they find this and that and drugs and everything. And that's she, not mine. Yeah. <laughs> that's the first thing anyone says when they find stuff on you. Oh, that ain't mine. I was holding it for someone. Um, that's what my buddies always said. Oh, I'm always holding it for my friend. I'm like, oh, you t- just take the rap, man. <laughs> you, ever, you ever see that clip of that guy that gets pulled over and they, they find a whole bunch of meth on him? And his explanation was that it's not he it's not his. He's selling it. That's why he has like <laughs> scales and stuff. But he doesn't realize he's making it worse for himself. <sighs> he just doesn't want to be looked at as someone that smokes meth. <laughs> It was like the weirdest clip. Uh, I believe it. <laughs> Drugs are bad, boys and girls. Please stay away from them. <laughs> but, so they go, well, this is your house. We need to go in there and check. So they, they go into the house, and the house is just like a wreck. Hella dirty trash everywhere. They find pipes. and uh, they go in. When they go into the house, they hear porn on the TV. And then they go into the room, and Larry is on top of what the hell is her name? Um, uh, Vanessa. Vanessa, yeah. He's on top of her. I mean, they're fully clothed, and like I said, it must just be an everyday thing, and she just accepts it because she was not trying to fight him. She was not like interested in it. She just kind of was laying stiff, straight while he was doing whatever. The cops came in, threw him off, and. And it just makes you feel dirty. Just the cops are all like, "You diddling the daughter, Larry." And then he, his excuse is, "She's not my real daughter, so yeah. it's okay." And I'm like, "What the fuck?" 
I was like, damn. I mean, the cops were making like a joke out of it. And I mean, this is nothing to joke about, but I, I was like, what? I, that's what I was going to Every minute that this movie was going along, I was like, what the hell's happening? All right, here's just what it says here on Wikipedia. Uh, a black comedy crime film. Uh, not as in black people comedy, like as in a black comedy, as a dark yeah. comedy. But I was like, oh, okay. I mean, there's stuff that's funny in this, but I don't know if it was meant to be funny. But uh, I was like, what the hell is happening here? But I, I don't know. Doc, what do you... Oh, some little stuffed animal he found. But yeah, so they take them to jail. They take her. And uh, no, no, no. They were going to take her off to a... um. Um, in a boarding school. Hey, uh, um, wherever they take troubled teens, like a halfway house or something. Yeah, yeah. They were gonna take her to that because they had the uh, social worker. She showed up, and they were. She was kind of talking. The cops and everybody were gone. They took her mom. They took her stepdad, and then she was kind of like, "All right, well, let me let me grab some things." And then she ended up like uh, handcuffing the social worker to like to the bed, and then. All right, um, I'll leave the keys on top of the TV, and if you yell loud enough, Mister So and So, the manager, will hear you. And all right, I'll see you. And she just kind of leaves. Never and heard from the social worker ever again. Yeah, she starts to do her thing. Next thing you know, she's uh, she's trying to get to Stockton, and uh, she sees her boyfriend, and she kind of tells him, "This is what I'm going. I got to get out of here. Uh, they just arrested my mom. I'm gonna go up to Stockton and see my." Uh, my grandma, you should come with me. But Chopper's like, oh, I can't. I got to go to court. Uh, if I don't go to court, and if I miss this court case or this court hearing, I'm going to have to go to prison or whatever. So he's like, I'm going to stick it out here. So he's like, all right, well, I'll see you. So she leaves. And, oh, she has a, a car. He he gave her a little, small little pistol. Yeah. One of those little compact ones. He's like, here, just, just in case. Uh, sell, sell it if you need to. So she's she like, all right. beer. <laughs> yeah, one of those cans that just said beer on it. <laughs> so she uh she takes off and he's walking down the street and then these essays roll up hella slow. He sees them and then one of them just hangs a gun out, gets him with one shot, basically uh, in the chest, and he he just doom falls over. And, oh, their horn was so disrespectful while they were driving away. I know. I was like, damn. <laughs> <laughs> Which uh, right before she she had got there, the, he was kind of getting into it with them, and he he had thought they left, but they I guess they had swung around. Yeah, they came back and they came back blasting, and they got him. Which was kind of messed up because you seen as soon as he seen them uh, pulling out something, he he was reaching, he was reaching for that gun that he gave Vanessa, but. Already gave it to her, so yeah, yeah. He was fiddling around, going for whatever, and yeah, it was gone, and it was too late. He should have just ran. He he like still. Well, I guess it was on slow motion too. He was like feeling around, and it was too late. They they blasted him. So, Shout out to Bo Keem. He's an yeah. all star. Yeah, he is. Cause that was it for him. Uh, they didn't even like. They, they kind of brought him up later, but that was the last we saw on him so she's on her way to uh stockton 
she uh, has she has the card that she I assume it was her was it her mom's car or was it the social worker's car somebody's car she was driving down the, the freeway and then it just looked like a muffler blue because I had all the the steam and everything coming out so she's like fuck and then here comes Kiefer Sutherland um what the hell was his name Bob he pulls up and tells her and he's all just nicely dressed glasses not not all scummy looking he gets in starts kind of befriending her and wants to hear her story and everything and mentions that he's a school counselor for troubled girls coincidentally yeah he's he's nice and he takes her to dinner and uh listening to her her sob story and everything and then uh, when they're done they get back in the car and driving up the road, and this is when it kind of starts to turn sideways. Oh, oh earlier in uh, when she was watching, uh, Vanessa was watching TV. There were there was a news report about the uh, I-5 killer, yeah. and it, it was somebody just murdering, uh, picking up people on, along the freeway and murdering them. So, um. That's what she heard. She didn't get the full story because uh, Larry changed the channel and all hell broke loose in the house. Um, so he's kind of talking to her. And like you said, he was a counselor and he was like, look, I want to do an exercise with you that I do with other students. Um, I'm going to say some things and you need to tell me like the first thing that comes to your head. Because she was basically telling him the story of how she was molested. Um by Larry. Yeah, by Larry and and then eventually she she was molested by her um foster parents. Yeah. So, I mean, every everything that came out of her mouth was like, damn, this chick had a, a rough life. I mean, just I mean, no one deserves any of that. But it was like everyone that all these people that she was supposed to trust was just doing her dirty. Yeah. So, but what was interesting was when when she's kind of having a moment here to like tell her story. I think this is kind of like the only time she actually has shows kind of emotion about it. Yeah, because any other time in a movie is just kind of like normal. Yeah, I was like, okay, like I was feeling. I mean, I did feel sorry for her with, with what she had went through the the the, the tragic horror sexual abuse that she had to deal with and then he because so bob was listening to her story and then he started asking her questions like how, how did you feel when uh whoever ejaculated in your mouth because and she was like well what are you talking about you're you're a sick pervert and he's like no no you gotta listen tell me how you feel what's the first thing that comes to your mind because she had said she felt like uh it felt like he he used her mouth for like a toilet or the bathroom. Yeah. She said something like that. And and then she, she was starting to get mad at her yelling at her about everything. And then she was kind of like, just like, get the fuck that. No, I can't do this. And she was like, pull over. And she tried to uh, reach for the doorknob, but it was gone. And he goes, Oh, you looking for this? And she's like, ah, and then he like uh, pulls out a, a straight razor and he's, and she goes, are you that? Are you that I five killer? I mean, he didn't come out and say it, but he was alluding to that he was. He's like, you know what? I can fucking kill you and slit your throat right now. Uh, she tried to. Oh no, she pulled the keys out of the um, the ignition, 
and then they kind of just pulled over and then he was he was like holding her down and he, that's when he said i could slit your throat right now and leave you here and he goes like no he goes i want you to bend down and grab those keys and put them back the, in, in the ignition so she she did her because if you don't i'm gonna kill you so he she does and he starts the car up again and then he takes that straight razor slices off her she had her uh her hair braided in like a ponytail mm-hmm. he like slit that off oh shit he slit that off and just kind of threw it on the ground and then she was kind of like ah okay whatever she was just and he just started yelling at her some more um what did she punch him with i i, I don't remember she hit him with something i think she just snuck him cuz uh i don't i don't did she hit him with something uh if anything it, it might have just been something and did she grabbed in the car because he kind of he jerked back and then um oh no he made her get in the in the back seat cuz he he was going to uh just do whatever he he told her to get in the back so she got in the back seat and then um while they were driving she uh pulled out her pistol the one mm-hmm. that um uh chopper gave her and then she was just like come on just just pull over and then he was telling him he was like like nah, man. He he was trying to talk his way out of it, but she was like, she wasn't having it. She was like, hell no. And he was like, he goes, you know what? And he goes, uh, if you if you're to do this, and he goes, they're gonna fucking take you to jail, and they're not gonna do nothing to me because it's my word against yours. And, and he knew that, that she had this huge record. Yeah, right? which is fucked up because that's pretty much the truth, man. I mean that's true because if you got if you got a long record like she does, I mean they're not they're not gonna believe her, and that's kind of what happens in this film. After yeah. all this, because he was just trying to talk his way out, and then she was just getting madder and madder, and he was talking all kinds of shit, and then uh, he pulled over, and then she she just blasted him. <laughs> I, was, I was like, wait, what? I was like, is this it? <laughs> <laughs> because he. He she he was she was talking mad shit. And then um he just blew <laughs> blew blew the back of his uh I thought it blew the back of his head out, but he kinda like fell forward, but then when he sat up uh, uh a minute later, uh I think it like went through the back of his neck and came out the front, like out of his um out of his mouth or, or something. Yeah, because I, I think it was the gun she had was like a little twenty two or something. It was a little small gun, so Yeah, after she blasted him in the face, <laughs> I was like I couldn't believe it because it happened so fast. Cause he was just like, All right, he goes, I'm I'm all right, everything's good. I I swear. And she was like, All right, doosh, and then just shoots him. And I was like, Okay. I mean you you figured getting shot in the head That'd be it. <laughs> but I was like, all right, because I I was like, all right, well, is that it for Kiefer Sutherland? Is that it for Bob? And well, then all of a sudden he just sat up. <laughs> yeah, and then when she falls out the car, she just like keeps shooting him over and over. <laughs> yeah, because he got blasted. He falls out of the car. 
And then she shoots him like twice in the back. And then he goes down. And then she flips him over and rolls him. Takes all his money <laughs> and everything. Then she pump, pumps in a couple more rounds in her in him. I was like, damn. <laughs> she, uh, she wasn't as hardcore as she was because she kind of falls over and starts throwing up. And I was like, oh, damn, what the hell is happening? She uh, started praying to Jesus. And then she just was like, well, they they when they pulled off the side of the road, they're kind of like, it's off the freeway, but it looked like it was a small little uh, cul-de-sac in the dirt somewhere. Yeah. So so no one can really see them. And I'm sure you couldn't hear those gunshots, especially if you're driving down the freeway. So she rolls him and then takes off. She goes into this diner, and she's got blood all over her face and all over her hands. I'm like, yeah, what did she say? I must, I must look a fright when she realizes she got blood on her. Yeah, that's what I was thinking. I mean, I was thinking, is she just this crazy? She don't care that she's got blood uh, all over her because <laughs> she sits down and orders breakfast, and then the waitress is looking at her, but then now she looks at her hands and notices she's got blood all over it. And then she goes, yeah, I must look a fright. And then she goes into the washroom and starts washing all this blood. Uh, meantime, the the cops are already at the. No, 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 no. Um, Bob, they we see somebody uh, like a, a first person view walking down the hall of a hospital, and his like the it just gets blurry. And then we realize it's Bob. He stumbles into uh, an emergency room, and this nurse is standing there. And then when she sees him. He's like, face is all bloody. He's holding, uh, I don't know, a rag or something over his eye. And he's just like, yeah, help me, call, help me. Can, can somebody call my wife? And she, the nurse, just she looks at him like, ew. I mean, what do you do with some dude's all <laughs> bloody just comes? I mean, you're not, re- you're not ready for all that. Well, I guess you have to be if you work in a hospital. So, obviously, the, the, uh, the, the hospital calls the cops and he was... Uh, aware enough to to say to give a, a description they don't show any of this this is just we assume yeah. uh description of vanessa because then vanessa comes walking out of the diner and the cops all roll up and just grab her and throw her in the car and she's talking hell of shit and then they just take her off to jail like like it's nothing yeah. and um, I, I think this this scene this diner scene is where she had the basket Okay, let me back it up. I was, I didn't I didn't notice. It was I I could be mistaken. Oh, it was yeah. Even, yeah, she has a basket with her, so she's doing the I think doesn't she have like a red jacket? Yeah, she's got a red uh, leather jacket and yeah, she's holding um uh, a basket. She didn't have that basket to begin with, did she? Yeah, that's where the beers came from. Oh, she got the chopper. She had a basket see? of beers. That's okay. See, that's how much <laughs> showed you how much attention I was paying paying attention. Uh, back in the hospital, we see uh, Bob all bandaged up and he's screaming uh, to the cops. And uh, oh, this they're, they're, scene was hilarious. <laughs> they're, they're trying to get information from him. I mean, can you just wait until he's... Is is this when they show her the picture? Yeah. And it looks like she's laughing at him. (laughs) (laughs) He's like, are you sure this is the person that shot you? And he's like, yeah. I don't like this dude, this black guy. Um, 
because he was an asshole in uh, um, Wolfgang uh, Bonnison. I think that's his name. He's detective, detective Beer. He was an asshole in um, A Few Good Men. Yeah, uh, he was he was one of the guys that was on trial. He got on my nerves because he was disrespecting. He was uh, an asshole in a Cruise. few movies I've seen. Because when he popped up on the screen, I went, ah, uh, <laughs> I haven't seen him in much. This is probably, I've only seen him in um, a few good men in this. So I mean, I I didn't know he he was in this. But you this is when the uh, baseball classic Little Big League. I don't think I've seen that. Is that a Disney movie? So the kid is like the 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 manager for the the twins. No, I was thinking of um. Oh, well, that was rookie of the year when that kid broke his arm and then uh-huh. it, it, it 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 the muscle grew back too tight and that's how yes. he was able to throw fastball. Somebody somebody thought if everybody loved seeing a kid play baseball, they would love seeing a kid manage the team. <laughs> Yeah, so back at the hospital, uh, Bob's wife shows up, and it's a very young and beautiful Brooke Shields. I've always loved Brooke Shields, even since I was a little kid. She's way older than me, so. But I was, I didn't know she was in this either. And when she popped up on the screen, I was like, "Oh my God, she looks so good." This is '90s, mid '90s Brooke Shields. But she is just bitching and complaining and screaming. You guys need to find this monster and. All this and the cops, they acted like they just don't give a shit. <laughs> but but they have uh, Vanessa locked up and they're trying to get the story out of her. She tells them the truth, the whole story on what happened, but they're reading her her uh, her police record and they're just not not having it. And it, it was like Bob said, he goes, look, you got a record and they're. It's your word against mine, and they're going to believe me. They're not going to believe you. Uh, she had a fucking record. She had multiple counts of prostitution, arson. arson. I was like, what the fuck? Yeah. How old are you again? <laughs> that's why he was... Uh, I mean, who knows? Maybe that's why he was He was probably... They didn't really go into it, but if he... Probably kinda, targeted her. Yeah, targeting those, those type of troubled teens that... Uh, Aren't gonna the cops and people aren't gonna look twice at because of of their lifestyle and he picked um, maybe if she didn't have this lifestyle he probably would have just all right here here's the end of the line you can get out and because he if he finds these girls that have issues and especially a police record he could get away with it it's probably why he had the profession he did so so he can find these girls and they're they're easy for him to manipulate because he he knows how they think and stuff like that yeah so they basically they had her locked up and they're saying well you're you're not getting out uh bob is still in the hospital or mr wolverton he's he's in the hospital and she because she was trying to tell him on how much of a creep he was and what he was doing and she even said he's the i5 killer and they're like well did he say he was? And she's like, uh. he didn't say he did. Wasn't. Yeah. <laughs> so, but these these cops, man, these detectives, they they weren't having it. They're just like, all right, whatever. But she she kind of knew it. She was like, all right, these these guys ain't they believe in me. And then she just started going off. 
because uh, the black officer, what did he say to her? He see, he referred to her as as just a little prostitute, and she's kind of like, well, what does that mean? And uh, he was like tell, telling her, just come on, just just tell us the truth. And she was uh, soliciting, and he goes, you just do what came natural, huh? And the other detective will tell him like, no. And she goes, well, that, what's that supposed to mean? And then he goes, let's get back into the questions. And she's like, no, what's that supposed to mean? And he goes, you think prostitution comes natural? Like being a inward? Yeah, yeah. And well, he, she, she said more than that. Yeah, she jumped up. She goes, well, I don't like being called a natural born whore. And, and she dropped the inward a, a few more times. And the other cop was telling her, just sit down. She's like, no. And she goes back and forth. With that other cop, and then she goes, "Is that why you shot him?" And she goes, "I told you why I shot him because he's a shit skin motherfucker." And then she bitch slaps that guy twice with both hands, whoosh, whoosh. and then she brings out the folding chair. Full <laughs> wrestling mode. Yeah, yeah. She hit him in the head, and he goes flying across the room. And then she goes, "I'll kick your black ass." And then she just she's still talking all kinds of shit, and then they end up just kind of. Yeah, the, uh, the other detective was like, why, why'd you say all that? And she was like, because I knew it would make him mad. <laughs> yeah. She goes, I knew what, what to say just to piss him off. And she's like, give me my phone call. So she goes into the to the pay phone. She's handcuffed because he has to put in the quarter. She calls Chopper's house because she just wanted to uh, see if he can help her get out out of jail. But then this is when she finds out that Chopper's dead. Or was he was murdered? And then she's like, ah! So she just kind of, oh fuck. So we go we go into the the first court scene, and uh, they're wheeling in uh, Bob, and <laughs> Vanessa turns around and just starts going all like, who the hell beat you with an ugly stick? <laughs> and he's uh, got, I bet you got one of the poop bags. <laughs> He's got that big uh, neck brace thing yeah, I think they on call his head. A, a halo or something like that. I don't know what it is, but he he is fucked up. Uh, that thing that keeps your head straight, his mouth is all like, he's got a big wad of chewing tobacco in his mouth. and Yeah, I think she calls him chipmunk face. Yeah, his eye, What I thought she like, shot his eye out or something but i guess it was just swollen because later his he looked normal again i thought she like shot him and the bullet came out of the eye socket or something because i was like god damn what happened because he didn't look like that when um when she first shot him because there was nothing wrong with his eye it was like it looked like it was coming out of the side of his neck and his mouth yeah it was probably swollen from the inside yeah so but she's talking mad shit to him. Uh, the bailiff is trying to stop her. The lawyer is telling her to shut up. Then the judge comes in and lays down the law and just basically tells her to shut the hell up. And then uh, you're going to jail. To uh, It was some kind of youth authority place until I think she was. She was there. She was think, there to be. Uh, they were basically seeing if she needed to be sent sent to uh prison for adults yeah because uh the other lawyer evaluation he, uh, yeah he he did the motion for um to uh try her as an adult 
uh, for all the crimes she did. And the, the way she was acting, they, they were, they were, they probably were going to go that way anyway. But then, well, anyway, we can't do that now. So you're going to go to this youth facility uh, for women. So she rolls in there. And this is when we meet uh, Rhonda. Yeah, very young Brittany Murphy. And she looked like she had one hell of a life because she has just scars all over her face. Like I don't I don't know what she was into, but she's just like really I don't want to say weird, but there's you could tell that there's something wrong with her. Well I think she was huffing paint. Yeah, and so she said something about she, they found a grab a tar in her vagina or something. <laughs> yeah. Then she, she said, goes into this whole thing about liking girls. Yeah, and She's telling her trying, like you trying to put that out there. Yeah, you you ain't live life unless you've uh, made out with both. <laughs> I love Brittany Murphy. Rest in peace, man. That documentary I saw was. Her husband did it to her. I'm sorry, everyone. Yeah. But oh man, she had it. I I I didn't like everything she was in, but uh, a lot of the earlier movies and and when when she does roles like this, she always yeah, did like she, crazy things. Cause she was. What was that? What was that movie with um with my girl Winona Ryder and uh, oh um, Girl Interrupted. Yeah, she was kind of like this, but she was crazy. She was putting. Uh, what chicken under her bed? <laughs> no. She was like a cross between that role and the other movie she did. Uh, what was it? Don't say a word. I saw that once. I don't even remember that movie. But yeah, so she stands. She's Brittany's talking to her. What was her name Rhonda? Yeah, yeah. She's talking to her, and then she kind of tells her that all right, there's uh, some girls coming, and uh, Vanessa stands up. How many? She's like three, but you only got to deal with one. And this is um Mosquito. Yeah. Fucking talking to you, man. <laughs> <laughs> I like her and everything she's in. And I really liked her. She was all Is she Hispanic? I don't know. She was playing uh I think she was Puerto Rican in uh Meet the Fockers. <laughs> Cause she, she was speaking Spanish and she had the accent and everything. But she tries to uh, rough up um, Vanessa, but Vanessa turns it on her and just starts whooping that ass, throws her up against the post right next to the um, the payphone, pulls the 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 phone part off, and just starts beating her with it. <laughs> I uh, mean, she, she is she's she's Puerto Rican and Mexican. Oh, okay, she like just beats the shit out of her. Everyone's cheering her. She gets her on the ground and. Uh, she grabs a pencil, is about to stab her in the ear. Yeah, Rhonda's like, stick it in her ear. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so they put her in solitary confinement, and they drug her up and, and everything. So she's just like, all right, whatever. And then she starts having crazy dreams about her grandma and her mom. She has a, a toothbrush and is uh, trying to make a little sharp one with it, putting stuff around it and melting it, and then... Shaving it on the ground to make it sharp, so uh, she'll be ready for action. They uh, kind of uh, they didn't let her out. They were going to um, transfer her, I guess, to somewhere else. But then she sees there's a, a news story, and it's about Bob. It's an interview with Bob and his wife. What the hell, uh, Minnie or Mimi? 
uh, Brooke Shields talking to her, telling her that yeah, this everything that you're hearing about him is wrong, and it's 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 this girl that's crazy. But uh, Vanessa is just sitting there watching it, laughing. So, so they uh, so they kind of uh, where were they moving her to? They the that lady had already evaluated. Uh, basically, when she beat up Mosquito, that that's all she needed for an evaluation, and they were I think they were transferring her to. Uh, adult prison okay so well before they were doing that she was having nightmares and it was like a a montage of all the crazy men in her life that were trying to touch her and everything and then uh uh ronda wakes up and she said she just can't sleep and she uh vanessa's kind of like i'll f it all right um we could make out but uh that's it no no fucking yeah, <laughs> I was like, damn. So they they kind of start making out, but then uh, the um, the guards show up, and then they go back to another court scene. And that, yeah, this is when they kind of realize that uh, they want to move her. I don't know how many months or, or how many how long after this, because when they show Bob again, his eye isn't as swollen up. He doesn't have that thing on his neck anymore. <laughs> But his mouth is still all all crazy, and he has to talk with um. Uh, it looked like a, a CB, like one of those like, little CB receiver things that you talk into. Yeah, like uh, Hank, uh, Kang used to talk with. Yeah, he had something like that. So, um, then the cops start interviewing all of uh, Vanessa's, I guess, friends at school, and uh, they're they're telling some stuff on that they already know about her. But they kind of all made it seem like that she was a, a really stand-up person. But she had a troubled past and, and everything. But she was still kind of cool with everyone. And this is when they find out that uh, Chopper was her boyfriend and that he died. Yeah, I guess the, the one guy was super surprised to find out that Chopper was black. Yeah. What did he? What did he say? He said uh, she's a coal burner. Yeah, <laughs> I was like, "What the fuck?" That's the Are first you... time I heard that. Yeah, I'm <laughs> like, "Did you guys did this movie make up this term?" Because I've never heard that before. <laughs> yeah, I was like, "Okay, yeah, yeah." I, I never ever heard that phrase before. But uh, after he was hearing all of this, he kind of like, you know what? I need to go back out to the to to the crime scene and. Uh, what's his name? Uh, Detective Garrett or Detective Wallace. He was kind of like, that's like two hours from here. And he goes, it's all right, man. I I, got to go out there and see something. So he goes, all right, go. So, uh, Detective Beer, he goes all the way out there and they must've did some shitty detective work because he gets there and finds, uh, a major clue, her hair that Bob cut off. Yeah. I mean, well, after he walks past it like three or four times. I know, but it's like <laughs> right there. It's not like it was buried in dirt or something. <laughs> so, uh, But I think after he heard all the, the testimony from all these other people at the school that knew Vanessa, he was kind of starting to come around on it and, um, and probably realized that she wasn't racist because her boyfriend was black. But she's, I mean, she said that. She goes, look, I only said what I knew was going to make him mad and throwing that Edward inward around, uh, that made anyone mad. Yeah. And so, then add on the fact that the, the story about him cutting her hair off could be true and him finding the hair. Yeah. 
Because yeah, they they weren't believing her. I mean, all the the but the the story she kept repeating was the exact same thing, and they were kind of like, eh. So, but one the what's his name? Dan. Uh, how do you say his last name? Uh, I think it's Adea. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Rest in peace. Um, he was kind of believing it. It, it was Detective Beer, the black guy, that wasn't. Wasn't it? So, all right. This part was like, I don't think they would do this. They probably just let these girls pee on themselves. But they, uh, the transferring the to the two twins, uh, Vanessa and um, what the hell was her name? Um, Mosquita. Mosquita. The twins. Yeah, twin one and twin two. <laughs> so, they go into the. They stop at a gas station. They're not handcuffed. They're not. Yeah, chained. this is so wild because I'm assuming they're all high-risk felons that they're yeah. being transferred to a different prison because yeah. i think mosquitoes in there for murder also because she was getting ready she was saying that like look as soon as i'm old enough they're sending me off to prison for 20 years yeah. so she goes I, I got nothing to lose that's why she wasn't she wasn't playing because they go into the uh, the the guard that's with him a female she lets him go to the bathroom doesn't stand there with him she just stands outside and it's just kind of like, all right, you guys done? Come on. And then they go in there and they already had the plan. And they, um, Mosquito like strangles, uh, that prison guard lady. And then they go outside. Uh, here comes the other prison guard that went into the mini mart to get, uh, snacks. And then he's like, uh, where's officer so-and-so? And they go, oh, she's inside. And out steps Vanessa with her little, uh, a sharp toothbrush and slices him. I don't know how sharp that thing is, but it sliced him all the way <laughs> on his chest, and then blood just was all over him. Yeah, and then she Sparta kicks him. It is hilarious because she's like, "Yeah!" <laughs> so we go back into the bathroom, and Mosquito is killed at that uh, that other female uh, guard, and just starts stomping her face. And they don't yeah, who, they don't show. Who's anything. a fucking lady now, man? <laughs> yeah, so, I was like, what the fuck? So Mosquita and Vanessa jump in the van and take off, and they left the the two twins. Um, and I don't know what happened to them, but the uh, Vanessa and Mosquita they find uh, um, Mosquita's boyfriend and picks them up, and uh, they're all happy. So they they take off, and um, they get uh, regular. Clothes are out of the the orange jumpsuits and just kind of like you know what hey it was cool everything's all good with us uh, be on your way so Vanessa she takes off the uh, we go back to Bob's house he's not home he's at like uh, physical therapy and the cops are starting to put two and two together especially after um, the detective Beers found the the ponytail mm-hmm. they go to Bob's house to find. Uh, with search warrants to search it to see if they can find uh, anything that can help their case. They end up breaking into or cutting the bolts, the lock off of, I don't know, some storage shit or whatever. Tool shit out back. Yeah, and it's just full of porn and all kinds of... Child porn. Yeah. It's just all kinds of crazy magazines and everything. Didn't they say they found, like, human remains in there or something? Or what they think might be human remains? Yeah, they, they find all kinds of crazy ass shit. And then she, because she wasn't believing it. She just thought her husband was, was a nice guy. But she's, they start telling her, look, man, this this guy's doing this and he's doing that. And they're going to 
they're going to put him in the gas chamber. And then she kind of just gets mad and runs upstairs, uh, runs all the way up to the second or third floor, I think it was like the third floor. And she goes into this room, and then all of a sudden you hear a, a gunshot. So all the cops go running up in there, and she she killed herself. She because when we go in there, I guess she stuck the gun in her mouth and blew the back of her head out. Yeah, you got the the blood and brain on the wall with the the hair tie, a little bow stuck to the wall too. Yeah. So while that's happening in the house, here comes Bob coming home. He sees all the police out in front of his house, and then he kind of turns around and hightails it out of there. Um, Vanessa's back on the street. I assume well, she she was just trying to get money, still trying to get up to Stockton. So she's uh, out there trying to sell it, and a bunch of creeps. Some guy pulls over, uh, gets her in the car, and, you know, oh, how old are you? Are you underage and she's like is that a problem he's like no and he well what do you want and he wants this so they kind of pull into this alley and then while she goes all right well take off your pants so he starts taking his pants off and then she pulls out a gun and robs him i want all your money and then she's like oh it's all in the back so she get he gets his wallet and then she gives he he gives her the wallet and then she digs in it and there's only five dollars in it. Uh, <laughs> she goes, "Is that all you were gonna give me?" <laughs> so she's like, "Get out of here!" She she lets one of the um, uh, a warning shot out, and then she kind of just like pulls a gun on him and she's like, "Nah, take your pants off, take it all off." And then she's getting ready to shoot him, and then she's like, "All right, get in the trunk." And he's like, "I'm claustrophobic." And he goes, "I gotta pee." And he goes, "So what? Pee in there?" You notice so he he took off his pants and his boxes, but when he got in the trunk, he had like some tidy whities on. Yeah. <laughs> I was like, what the fuck? Well, I guess it wasn't in his contract to be <laughs> to be fully nude. <laughs> so yeah, so she throws him in the trunk, and was she about to kill him? Cause she like squeezes the trigger, and there's no more bullets. <laughs> yeah, that that basically saved him that she ran yeah. out of bullets. Cause she's like started pulling the trigger and she was like fuck, and then she's like oh hell and just threw the gun in the bushes. Uh, we go to a little diner and we see Bob and he's in there, being all nasty with a uh, um, with Flo, uh, yeah. the waitress. And I don't, I don't said hell no, you need to get the fuck out of my restaurant. <laughs> so, yeah, he's being. What do you? Uh, can I get some chicken soup with a fucking straw? Yeah, I was like what the fuck. He had. The um the picture of Vanessa's grandma and on the back had the address yeah. uh, to where her grandma was because that's because he told she told him in the beginning that this is where I'm going so uh, Vanessa finally makes it to the trailer park uh, where her mom or her grandma lives and she's walking around looking for her and then she finds her and she goes into her trailer and the the cops are running around they come they know. She's going to uh, her grandma, so they're trying. They show up at the trailer park, but they're trying to figure out who and where her grandmother is. So Vanessa goes into the house. Excuse me. She sees somebody laying uh, on the bed with a shower cap on and blankets over her eyes, and then she's uh, she pulls the the sheet back and realizes that it's Bob. And then she says, "My, what big fucking teeth you have, Bob." Yeah. See, I'm now getting all this Red Riding Hood <laughs> references because he's 
He's in a shower cabin. He's got his uh, grandma's bathrobe on. And I don't know what uh, many different stories and cartoons of uh, the Big Bad Wolf. He he always has uh same thing, a hairnet or a shower cap on and yeah. uh, <laughs> a robe. And here comes, uh, I guess, the guy that owns the um, uh, trailer park. Yeah. Uh, he he an all star. This guy's been in a ton of things. Yeah, it's a gopher from uh, Deep Cover. Yeah, and he was uh, I want to say his name was Sam in uh, Alligator. If you guys remember that movie. Oh yeah. But um, he uh, when uh, before he comes rolling in, um, they the camera spins around and he sees uh, we see Grandma, and I don't know what was going on there. She's naked. With uh, a noose around her neck, and she's all spread out to all four points of the compass. Yeah, and he, he did some things with her before he killed her. Yeah, and then this is when that dude comes walking in, and then um, uh, Bob shoots shoots him, and he goes stumbling out. I mean, I'll give it to Vanessa; she was no joke. She didn't just fall over because she attacks Bob, and they have this big ass fight, and he's shooting bullets every chance he can not at her he's like because she's like holding the the gun up and beating him up with everything but the kitchen sink and uh that guy that he shot stumbles out into the into the driveway and this is when the cops pull up and they're starting to hear gunshots so uh, they're trying to run in but then they keep when they're hearing the shots they stop so meanwhile vanessa is still beating the shit out of bob in the house she jumps on his back, starts slamming his head uh, into the ground, and then she uh, she grabs that uh, little speaker wire thing that he talks with mm-hmm. and uh, wraps it around his neck and then just chokes him to death. And then, boom, that's, that's the end of Bob. And she goes outside to smoke a cigarette and... Yeah, she or no, stumbles she, up. She, she sit. She goes and sits outside, and then she just asks him, like, "Do you, y'all have a cigarette?" And she just has this <laughs> smile on her face, and everybody yeah. starts laughing. <laughs> it was fucking weird. <laughs> yeah, because the cops go in. She's sitting outside. They see Grandma all tied up. They see Bob laying on the ground, and uh, Detective Wallace keeps going, "Holy shit! Holy shit!" Everywhere he looked. Holy shit. And then he walks outside. Uh, they, they start looking at Vanessa. And she's just sitting there. And she's all beat to hell. And she's just huffing and puffing. And her mascara is just running down. She kind of goes, y'all got a cigarette? And everyone starts laughing. Yeah, and, I was like, what the fuck is that's your on? That's your movie. <laughs> so I was like, wait, what's happening? And I just, I love this movie. I mean, I've never this is the first time seeing it. And this movie was fucking awesome. I was like, damn, what the hell is going on here? Um, I'm definitely gonna rewatch this. And I, I gotta thank you again, brother, for for gifting me this because this movie was fucking sweet. <laughs> uh, you got freebie? It's on there or AMC Plus. You can uh. Watch it there too, but man, this movie was awesome. Uh, everybody in it, all star. There's a lot of people that you know, a lot of people you love. Rest in peace, Brittany Murphy and Dan uh, Hedaya. 
But oh man, when you pick movies, you just find random ones you haven't seen in a while. <laughs> yeah, I just kind of this one is because I had picked up the the I got the same copy I sent you uh, from Vinegar Syndrome. Okay. And I was like, right on, it's finally because I think it's only been on DVD, and then they they gave it the 4K treatment, and they did a great job with the with the slip cover and everything. Yeah, they and, did. I and think I it was really... just, and I was like, man, we got we got to do this one. I ain't seen this one in a minute. And then you said you had never heard of it or seen it. Yeah, it's this movie was awesome. This movie was tough. Everything about it. Um, the budget was three million, and it looks like it only didn't box office millions, two hundred ninety-five thousand. Uh. I don't. I remember my friend took her teenage daughter to see it, her and her friends, and then she was kind of like, "Oh, that movie was not uh, <laughs> for kids." And I was like, "Okay," but I, I'd never seen it. She didn't even tell me what it was about. So I, I just never. I remember seeing it in the video store, like on the on the wall, and just not. Oh, okay, keep her settling, Reese Witherspoon. <laughs> And because I didn't, I never really heard much about it. I never heard a lot of people talking about, like, saying, oh my God, this, this movie's awesome. You got to see it. So, yeah. But I, I'm glad you picked it, man, because this movie was awesome. Yeah. Matthew Bright was the director, and he also went on to direct the sequel, Freeway 2 Confessions of a Trick Baby, starring Natasha Leone as White Girl. <laughs> And it says the second film is somewhat based on Hansel and Gretel. Okay. We will. I'll have to check that one out. But all right, everyone. What you got? I don't know if we did it. If we do, if we did do it, uh, say we did because I don't remember. Uh, A Bronx Tale on AMC Plus. Have we done this yet? No, we haven't. And that's funny that you. That's your pick, because me and my daughter, my youngest daughter, was just talking about this movie today, because she, I just found out she made, like, she's got, like, a list of movies that she hasn't seen, and she's, her list is up to, like, 200 or something, and she just watched A Bronx Tale. Okay, yeah, this is, this one came out in, uh, 90, 93, okay, I didn't see it until 94, but I'll get into that story when we talk yeah. about it but yeah. directed uh, also, by Robert De Niro right yes it's uh, yeah. based off of Chaz Palminteri's uh, one man show um, basically his, his life story because I, I just listened to um, Growing Up Italian and he kind of went into how he came up with this and his whole one man play thing but yeah What's the name of the actor in it that kind of threw away his life uh see um Cologino. Yeah, he he Lilo Lilo Bron, Broncado Jr. Yeah, he he was living that life and got out of hand. I, I he went to prison for a while and yeah. I was listening to or watching interviews while he was in prison and then an interview after he got out and he went into what what he had done. So but yeah, man, just don't be that life. I mean, it's weird that we'll we'll get into it when we talk about yeah, it. But yeah, if yeah. you got AMC Plus, it's on there. Also, there is a clear copy on YouTube. 
Um, I don't know who put it up, but it, the whole movie is there if you don't have uh, AMC Plus. And I think neither they just released or they're about to release uh, it on 4K. Yeah. 4K release. That's what um, Chaz Palminteri was saying. He goes, they they redid it. Uh, he didn't know when it was coming out. But I'm like, man, you bastards. Uh, I bought a um, a uh, import. Because I love this movie so much, man. I, 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 I bought it. I mean, I loved it the very first time I saw it. And I got it on Blu-ray and VHS and everything. And then uh, I saw that there was a foreign uh, or a, a foreign version of it. Well, it's the same movie, but I don't know why they didn't put it on Blu-ray here. But it looks like they are now. Uh, Steelbook, if possible. Because I oh, will they, be, they'll, I they'll, really, do it, they'll, they'll do it after the 4K release. And then you fuckers are gonna make me buy it again. <laughs> Either way, I'm inviting it. But yeah, anyway, yeah, again, a Bronx Tale, AMC Plus, or YouTube. Uh, everyone's got YouTube. And the copy is clear on YouTube, so you ain't got to worry about uh, any nonsense in it. Um, yeah, everyone, uh, thank you so much for listening to 1996's Freeway. And it's, if you've listened to this whole episode and haven't watched it, watch it. It's crazy. We, you kind of skimmed over some things, but man, it's visually there's some stuff that needs to be seen, especially yes. the way Keeper Sutherland looked. <laughs> he man, he looked crazy. It reminded me of uh, uh, how Robert De Niro looked in that Frankenstein movie he did. He looked like that. All beat, oh yeah, beat to hell. <laughs> I haven't seen that movie in forever. But anyway, yeah, Freeway, everyone. Uh, thank you so much for listening to this episode. Go over to thehorrorreturns.com uh, for everything dealing with the network, action returns, more stream fiends, the wrestling returns, and all of that. Become a Patreon subscriber. Uh, there's links down below in uh, the show notes. And, and yeah, everyone, just come back uh, for more next week. We're not going to be. We're not going to take a long hiatus. Uh, Go back and listen to the latest Action Returns when we talk about the first Expendables. Mm-hmm. And then uh, everything we got coming forward. So, but everyone, thank you so much for listening. If you guys are new listeners to the show, welcome. We got a ton for you to listen to. Go backwards and find, I don't even know what episode this is, but uh, we got a bunch of them. <laughs> so, but with that, everyone, please be safe out there and come back for more. So, until next time, party on. And be good to each other. Man.